Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. Welcome to season three of the Bagels and Locks podcast with David Santola. My name is Chase Midorski. Dave, I want to give you a quick shout out. Uh, I know we have a lot of changes to talk about, but I appreciate um, that for the first podcast recording of the year, you were wearing a Grateful Dead sweatshirt. Also a Grateful Dead sweatshirt that supported a great cause. Uh, so killing two birds with one stone. I don't know if you did it to appease me, but if you didn't, uh, it worked anyway. Yeah, I mean... I, I, I know I've been frustrating you a little bit with, uh, with all of this new podcast stuff, so I figured I'd throw you a bone on this one. So just a reminder of what we are. We will be coming at you every week uh, with our, our air quotations, best football picks every week, college football and the NFL. A lot of new changes this season. Just a reminder, I am your two-time defending champ, and uh, Dave still owes us two years of punishment. But I imagine we're going to just kick that down the line a little bit more. A um, lot of changes this year. The biggest one being we are now members of the uh, Belly Up Podcast Network. Uh, Dave's going to give you some more info on that and some more show changes for this upcoming football season. Uh, so, Dave, tell them what you had cooking for us. Hell yeah, Chase. First, it's it's good to be back. First, it means we're we're getting close to football season, which feels really good. But I'm I'm really excited for season three here. Um, for all of you returning listeners, the, the longstanding Bagel Boys, um, you, you guys know the show. You know that we're, uh, we're not the best football betters, but uh, we, we always try to be the most entertaining. Um, and for those of you guys that are, that are new, joining us maybe from the, the belly up um, environment or, or, or elsewhere, uh, I'm, I'm Davey Bagels. Chase is my co-host. Um, and if you like football betting, you're in the, in the right place. If you do not, uh, I, I would recommend a different podcast for you. So uh, changes for, for this season of, of Bagels and Locks. First, as Chase said, we're really excited to be partnered with the, the Belly Up Sports guys. They got a pretty cool thing going, um, and they, they do a ton of shows across a million different sports. Um, what they don't do a lot of is betting. What Chase and I have been doing a lot of for, I don't know, I guess we're going on 10 years of, of betting on football now. Um, that is something we do a lot of. So I think it's going to be a really fun mix and, and we're really excited to be a part of it. That being said, now that we're going pro, we're a part of the big time podcast network. Um, we're going to change the show up a little bit as, as podcasting professionals. So first and foremost, um, there's going to be a lot fewer guests this year. Uh, you know, we had, we had some controversy with our guests last year. Some of them didn't show up as prepared as they needed to. So we're kicking them to the curb. There will be some guests from time to time, but it's not going to be an every week thing anymore. Uh, in the guest place, we're going to do a lot of really cool, really funny segments. So you'll get to see a little bit of that today. Um, but but that'll really kick in when NFL week one starts next week. Uh, some other cool stuff. We're going to do some ads, which I think at first Chase and I were a little hesitant to do. You know, we don't really do this to make money. We do this to chill, talk betting, hang out, make some jokes. But the advertisers that, that these belly up guys have are actually pretty hysterical. Um, you'll get you'll get the first taste of that next week. So we're, we're actually kind of excited to do that. I think it'll be pretty funny. Um, 
and then we will be on a little bit more of a strict schedule. So in the past, you know, sometimes we post it on Saturday, sometimes we post on Tuesdays. This year, we're making a promise to you all that this show will be posted by Thursday morning of, of every week. So you can get it, get it in before, uh, before the real football starts. Um, and sometimes that'll be Wednesday nights. Sometimes that'll be Tuesday nights. Um, and then the last thing, anybody who follows us on social media or Spotify or, or iTunes podcast or whatever, now sees that we have this brand new Belly Up Sports logo, which we're pretty excited about. So first, I want to give a shout out to our, our unofficial sponsor, which is Belly Up Studios. I'm sorry, Bagels and Locks Studios. This is the new Bagels and Locks logo. Bagels and Locks Studios is, <laughs> is an Israeli online escape room company. Um, and they very generously, although they don't know about it, loaned us their logo. Um, so check out Bagels and Locks Studios. They have a lot of great online escape room content. Um, they've done, you probably know them well for, for doing online escape room games, such as the mystery of the missing matzah, um, the holy high holiday quest and, and so many others. So check out that website. Um, there's going to be a lot of other changes, but I've already talked about it too much and, and we, uh, haven't talked about betting yet at all. So I'm going to, I'm going to stop there. Do you, um, I was going to make one promise as well. Uh, one change I'm going to try to make is to try to be uh, more sober when we record this podcast. Can't make any promises if it's a long work day on a Tuesday or Wednesday. May take part in some legal activities, but I'll be on my A game. And speaking of being on my A game, I just as you were saying that, I didn't know about the Israeli escape room. Don't you think there's something inherently ironic, though, about Jews in escape rooms? <laughs> you could say the same thing about Jews in camp, but they still go every summer, you know? I'm living proof of that. So with that said, I guess let's jump into football. College football. Oh, yeah. College football week one. These are not going to count towards our official totals. This is I think it's just a big preview show, uh, preview of what's to come this season. Uh, we're going to do some props, some new weekly segments, as Dave said. Um, but we each have a couple college football picks prepared uh, for the week. Um, I could go first with my first one. I am going to go with um, this game is this Thursday, um, which cr- I think it's Thursday. I feel like I had to maybe misread that, read that though, because it seems like a crazy game to be on a Thursday night. I'm going Utah minus six and a half versus Florida. Um, last year, this game was very close, came down to the wire, Florida beat Utah. I, I just think this Utah team is more or less running back the same team they had that made it to, has made it to the Rose Bowl the past two years, Cam Rising. Super duper senior quarterbacks back. He's going to be ready for week one, even off coming off a torn ACL. I just think University of Florida, so much of that, the offense wasn't good last year to begin with. And 90% of it was Anthony Richardson. And for any one of our Big Ten listeners who've seen Graham Moretz at Wisconsin, he's not the guy. And that was in the Big Ten. He's moving into the SEC this year. Um, I, I think Florida under Billy Napier this year is going to be another six and seven, seven and six year. Uh, and I think LSU jumps on them early in week one. Totally agree. Sorry. This, Sorry. this line feels light. This line feels light. Um, it feels like it should be much bigger. Mertz sucks. He's not the, he's not the dude. He's going to throw a million picks in the SEC, and everybody knows it. Um, and he's going to have a rough night against Utah, who's, who's going to be really good. And Rising's like 24. So the, the pack's going to be fun this year. The, the Pac-12 song, swan song. I'm excited for it. Um, I mean – Pac-12 in terms of quarterbacks, you have reigning Heisman Trophy winner Caleb Williams, who had four touchdowns against San, uh, San Jose State. 
Michael Penix at UW, Bo Nix at um, Oregon, freshman Dante Moore at UCLA. Uh, I feel like uh, DJ Ugalele at Oregon State. Probably forgetting even more, to be honest, but uh, Pac-12 quarterback room is as loaded as it's ever been. Probably the most loaded in the country, honestly. For, for sure. And I'm going to jump off that. I'm going to give my first pick, which is just a fun pick. These records don't count. So you're betting this because you're rooting for it. Um, I'm taking Colorado plus 20 and a half. I'm taking Coach Prime. I'm taking his nephew who he brought in to play quarterback because, of course, he did. Like, that's, they're just going to be fun this year. They're, they're playing at TCU, which is a little bit scary. Colorado won, like, three games last year. They sucked really bad. Um, TCU was obviously very good, but um, – you know, their quarterback's gone. A lot of their skill position players are gone. Uh, their offensive coordinator is now the offensive coordinator at Clemson. So, I, like, I don't know. It's just this is a fun game to bet. You're betting TCU to, to be still working through a lot of things. You're betting some energy from Coach Prime. So I'm taking Colorado plus 20 and a half. Um, and, yeah, that, that's, that's my no record pick. Sharoon Sanders, their quarterback, is actually Deion's son. That's his kid? It is his son for whatever it's worth. Um, I agree with everything you said about T. I mean, I think Dion is going to have them ready to jump through a wall. You know, TCU, I do think losing Dugan and Garrett Riley are pretty huge to their offense. That said, their starting quarterback Chandler Morris did actually win the job, um, last year over Dugan and then got hurt. And then Dugan ran with it to the Heisman runner up in a national championship appearance. But yeah, I, I guess prime's going to have these guys ready to go. So Colorado plus 20 and a half seems like a reasonable enough pick to me. And Colorado's got, like, their entire roster's transfers. They just, like, brought random-ass dudes in from every school across the country. Like, they're going to be so fun to root for this year. And TCU is not going to be fun to root for. So, just, this is a fun bet. All right. My second pick of the week is a Big Ten under. Um, Rutgers Northwestern, under 40 and a half. If my bet was a fun bet, this is a boring bet. Yeah, I just think it's an easy bet, though. Um, Northwestern had as disastrous of a program offseason as I've seen in quite some time. Pat Fitzgerald, who's uh, as much of Northwestern football as anyone is synonymous with any program in the country. He got fired. They had the hazing allegations. Bunch of guys transferred. I think Northwestern is going to be a disaster. And Rutgers' offense has been a disaster since it's been in the Big Ten, period. Um, If you watch a second of this game and you didn't go to Rutgers and Northwestern, you must be a degenerate gambler, uh, but I don't think there's going to be a lot of fireworks. I think under 40 and a half. Yeah, 40 is not a big number, so I don't I, – I, I'm not going to bet it, but, I like, I get it. I don't want to watch it. You know, you know, I say this sometimes. You pick these games, and I'm like, I, I'm not going to bet it if I'm not going to watch it. Um, so I'm out on this one. But I have a I, wedding I Saturday, so I can't watch any of these games anyway. If, if you're, like, in the corner of the wedding on your phone and this is the game you're, you're watching – um, that'd be pretty funny. That'd be a good bit. I will be, I'm not picking it, but the game I will be trying to watch is the seven Eastern UCLA coastal Carolina game. Coastal sneaky. Oh, I think they're going to cover for sure. Cause chip Kelly, I mean, we've the best recruit in the history of the program, Dante Moore. And for whatever reason, he's not starting week one. So hooray to another six and six season for UCLA, I guess. <laughs> All right. My, my next pick, um, I'm taking the over, in the UNC USC game, this is going to be a total shootout. It's going to be fun as hell to watch. Just, just to um, clarify, that's University of South Carolina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody knows that. Come on. Um, 
This is this is Rattler. Rattler had like threw for 800 yards and eight touchdowns in his last two games of the season last year against pretty good competition. Um, and everybody knows Drake May. He's a stud. He he's going to throw for a million yards this year. And this defense could actually be worse than it was last year. UNC's defense. So I like this game is just going to be fun to watch. It's going to be fireworks. Um, I, I expected the number to be like 70 and a half. And when it was only 64, I jumped on it for what it's worth. I also like USC at, uh, at minus two and a half here. I think UNC is going to be terrible. Their defense is going to be really bad this year. Um, and they don't have as nearly as many weapons on, on the offensive side. It's just Drake. So I, I like USC, but I like the over more. Yeah, that was going to be my third pick. These are two stud veteran quarterbacks. Um, and USC really came on. I'm, I'm USC is University of Southern California to me. The Cox came on strong late in the year. Um, and I think they're going to make some noise in the SEC this year. So all that said, my third pick is going to be LSU minus two and a half versus Florida State. Um, I think both these teams are going to be really good this year. I mean, Jordan Travis, Florida State, they really took the leap, uh, that third-year leap last year under Mike Norvell. That said, Brian Kelly's got LSU humming. I mean, he's he's recruiting the state of Louisiana like crazy. Harold Perkins is a stud on defense. Jalen Daniels, I think now is in his fifth year between ASU and LSU. I like him at quarterback. Um, but ultimately, I just think LSU is a little bit more talented, and I think the Juju's swinging in their direction. They actually lost this game last year by one point on a missed extra point. Um, so I think karma's going back their way. And to be honest with you, I think LSU in a weird year for Bama will probably win the SEC West and play Georgia in the SEC title game. I, I, I agree. World where LSU is a playoff team. I, I agree with everything you just said. And this is my third pick. So we're, we're, we're walking in lockstep today, which can't feel good for you. It doesn't feel great for me either. Um, LSU, they should be good this year. Like, they were great down the stretch after Kelly figured things out. Um, they should be good on defense again. They are one of the few SEC teams that's going to bring back a veteran, super senior quarterback. Everybody else feels like they're still figuring it out, and we're, like, three days away from week one. Um, and and I, I will say this right now, and I could live to eat these words. I'm going to pick against Florida State and I'm going to pick against Texas all year because their top 10 rankings don't make any sense to me. Um, neither of them really won any big games last year. Sarkeesian never wins, but that's a conversation we'll have next week. Um, Florida State, was, they, were, they never looked good to me last year. They didn't really beat anyone. Um, my Wake Forest Demon Deacons, we killed them. It wasn't even close, and that was in Tallahassee. I, I'm going to bet against Florida State all year, and I'm going to start this Sunday. Yeah, I mean, they finished 10-3 and three last year, but the three ranked teams they played, they lost to. So, I like Florida State, but I think LSU is going to uh, put the beating on them for sure. They they should never be ranked 10, and this 10 is the highest they'll be ranked all year. Yeah, as for Texas, I mean, I don't know if you heard, but Texas is back, so. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's the same shit every year. It's Texas. This year it's Florida State. Miami will win their first couple tune-up games, and we'll be talking about Miami being back. It's just it's 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 frustrating. It's crap. Yeah, but Texas is back. <laughs> I I can't wait for yours to play terrible football somewhere in the first four games. You know, they'll lose to somebody they shouldn't lose to, and everybody's going to be talking about Arch. It's just inevitable. I can't wait. I can't wait for Longhorns Twitter to talk about Arch. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty terrified uh, what will happen if they beat Bama. They won't beat Bama. They the, absolutely the, will not. The, the liberal media will just be insane. Um, all right, you have a new segment for us to introduce. I'll throw it back to you for that. Yeah, yeah. So um, we don't, we're not going to do a lot of our new segments this week because most of them are, are more NFL-based, but this one's a little more general. So Chase and I, if you don't know us, we're, uh, we're two Northeastern Jewish kids, and, and like uh, many of our people, we love a good coupon. We love a discount. We love anything that's going to help us save a buck. So naturally, we're gamblers too. We love DraftKings. We love FanDuel. We love Caesars promos. We're all over it. We know the details. We know how we're going to make you some money on these promos. Um, and, and we're going to share it every week in this segment, which we're calling Promosexuals because we're so attracted to promos. So week one, Promosexuals, um, there's really nothing on FanDuel. So stay out of there. But DraftKings is doing a great college football promo. They're doing a – I forget it now. Hold on. I'm going to see if DraftKings will let me back on one of these days. We got to – eventually, we'll talk to the listeners about how DraftKings removed you unjustly, um, and we'll protest that. So, just it remains to be seen. So the, the promo is – Three games, I think it's just this week, but three 50% profit boosts on any college football game this week. You really can't beat that. They're, they're really going out of, out of their way to make sure that they're the, the college football place to be. So they're, they're winning right now in promos. And um, the max here is 25, so make sure you put down at least 25, at least three 25 bets on, on any college football games. It feels like free money, the 50% profit boost. Honestly, I'd be, I'd be stoked about this one if it was 25. So 50% is, uh, is pretty cool. Just to confirm, my uh, DraftKings count is definitely still locked. Yeah, you're never getting back on DraftKings. It's okay. It wasn't meant to be. You shouldn't have been a bad boy. I don't think I really was a bad boy. This is a story for another time. We'll, we'll leave the listeners wanting more. I, you know, I did what I needed to do type of thing. Um, all right, NFL, we have um, our conference champs prepared, our Super Bowl champs, as well as um, some over-unders and some player props. Um, so let's start with, I don't know, which of those would you like to start with? Are we doing conference champs or division champs? So you told me conference champs already, originally, so that's what I was prepared for. All right, let's do let's I do have conference. odds and everything, though. Let's do conference. Let's do... Let's start with players, and then we'll do conferences. All right. Um, I have three player props. My first one is um, Justin Herbert to lead the league in passing yards, plus 450. Threw for 5,000 yards last year. Um, They still have Eckler. They added Quinton Johnson to an already dynamic offense. I mean, I feel like between Eckler, Quinton Johnson, Eckler, Quinton Johnson, Herbert, Mike Williams, and my boy Keenan Allen – lot of room for him to just sling the rock around. Um, and I think this is the year that Herbert training wheels fully come off. I like him to lead the league in passing yards. Yeah. You're just not getting that much juice there. Like, you know, there, there's a lot of competition um, and you're not getting that much juice, you know, Mahomes, Burrow, Allen all have a better chance and you're going to take four and a half to one. That's not my pick. I, yeah. I took the same one 
I'm taking Jordan Love plus 5,500. That's juice. You know you like that juice, Chase. Jordan Love looked good in the last game of the season last year. He's got the weapons, the young kids. He's got Dobbs. He's got Watson. He could do it. It's not completely ridiculous. He could do it. Yeah, look, it's a long shot. Um, I have two for plus 1,000. Uh, Michael Parsons to lead the league in sacks, plus 1,000. I think he, in my mind, maybe that's because I feel this way about him, but I think he and I both think he was wrongly robbed of the Defensive Player of the Year award last year. I think in year three, he finally takes home the award after coming very close as a rookie and in the second year. Um, I think he leads the league in sacks, and my guess is it's a total right around 22. 22 is a big number. I'm not betting on 22 because that's like near the record, but I don't hate it. That's, that's pretty good value for a guy that should be the odds on favorite. Um, I, I'm just not going to root for it. I'm not going to, I'm not going to sit around and root for Mike Parsons in the Cowboys. That's no funny. argument here. I'm just naming some bets. No, no, no. I like it. I, I, I like your picks. Um, two more from me. I got Amon Ra plus 3,500 to lead the league in receiving yards. Guys, a stud. Jamison Williams is going to be out for most of the year. Goff's going to sling the rock around. They're going to score a million points because their defense isn't going to be good again. I, this is probably my favorite player prop. Yeah, um, he's a beast. He just catches everything. The classic move the sticks guy. I like that pick a lot as well. Uh, my last player prop, I'm going to go Nick Chubb plus 1,000 to lead the league in rushing touchdowns. Uh, for my money, I think he's – with Derrick Henry in a little bit of a decline with age, I think he's the best pure runner in the NFL. The only thing I think that has stopped him from any, I mean, he still scored seven, eight touchdowns here the last couple of years, but Kareem Hunt has vultured the past two years. They didn't really replace him. It's going to be, I think Jerome Ford is the backup. Um, so I think Chubb is just going to be barreling into the end zone this year um, and be a first team all pro. Yeah. Touchdowns can be a little bit random rushing touchdowns, especially, you know, like a, a guy like Jamal Williams gets a million goal line touches like last year and all of a sudden he wins it. But if I'm going to bet on anybody, Chubb's probably the bet and plus a thousand feels like good value. So I'm with you. All right. Your third player prop, who you got? I, I got Pollard plus 1600 to lead the league in rushing yards. I think if he can stay healthy, which is the biggest question mark, um, he's going to rush for a million yards. He's super efficient. He's behind a good offensive line. They like to run the ball. Yeah, he's definitely efficient. My one holdup with him is just how much do they increase his volume from where it's been in the past? Because um, they got nobody else to run the ball. Who are they going to give it to? No, I, I don't disagree. It's just it's his first year as a bell cow back. Um, and I mean, they're another team who I did they who they sign who, or who is their new tight end? Because Schultz is gone. Um, I have no idea. But, but you know, I could see with the signing of Brandon Cooks, him, Tolbert, Ceedee Lamb, obviously. Um, Michael Gallup, a lot of receivers. Uh, I like Pollard, and and I think on a per efficiency numbers or per basis number, he'll be right up there. I just don't know if he'll get the volume that's required of this, like uh, Derek Henry, Jacobs, et cetera, you know, get when they lead the leagues uh, in rushing. Division or uh, over-unders, three over-unders next? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Um, Steelers over eight and a half wins. Steelers a, I think eight and a half. Mike Tomlin's never had a losing season. I don't think that's going to change this year. I, I'm not one to buy into the, the preseason hype. Um, that said, Kenny Pickett has looked unbelievable this preseason. They went 7-2 and two with him down the stretch last year. I, I think this offense, I think 
Jalen Warren compliments Najee Harris very well. Um, Pickens, I think, takes a big year two leap. I think him and Deontay Johnson are solid. Pat Firemuth reminds me of Heath Miller, just the classic move the chains tight end. You know a Mike Tomlin coach defense is always going to be good. They still have Fitzpatrick. They still have T.J. Watt. Uh, again, I, I just think Tomlin finishing above 500. If there was a year for it not to happen, it was going to be last year when they were 2-6. and six. They rallied down the stretch to do it. Uh, I think this team wins a minimum of nine games. I love this one. Pickett has looked really good. He might be the real deal. Uh, um, the, thing is, the thing is, I think he has enough weapons where he can be – and that defense is going to be good enough for he, if he's just an above average game manager, I think they're fine. Like you have yeah. the deep threat of Pickens, you have the chains mover in Deontay Johnson. Deontay Johnson, yeah. I, I'm with you. I agree with everything you said again. It's been a weird night. Yeah. I, I'm agree. with you. Um, mine, my first one is I'm taking, I'm taking the Bears, I'm taking them under seven and a half. Uh, you know, I think this. Numbers high because their schedule is easy. They play um, they play the NFC South, so I think a lot of people are penciling in a couple of those wins and then a couple of random wins. But I, they also play who, who's their AFC conference? It, it was somebody pretty good, and their own conference is good. Yeah, they play the AFC West, which uh, to me is four losses for them. Their own conference, everybody's going to be better than them. They play the commanders who are going to be better than them. Uh, I, I just – I don't think they're going to win a lot of games. I think, you know, Fields has got a lot of work to do. Their defense is going to be really, really bad, really bad. They they really cleaned house last year, and they haven't replaced a lot of those guys. I don't, I don't see how they get to seven wins. I don't see how they get to six wins. I think this is a five-win team, and this, this is the, my, probably my second favorite one that I'm going to say. My next one will be better. Yeah, it feels like the Bears are a, a year away. Like, and, and they said the same thing about the Giants last year, but I, I think that schedule was easier, and I think we had more veterans than these guys do, and a way better defense. Yeah, I think they're a year away. I mean, if they stink again, um, plus they have the Texans first-round pick next year, so you, you know, um, I, I think there's a world where they have two top 10 picks. So I, I think this is another developmental year. I think Fields needs to make a leap as a passer, but I think they'll still be on the right path. Yeah, they're not going to win a lot of games. I I, I stand by this one. I'm, All right, I'm my worried. second pick is going to be um, Commanders over six and a half wins. This team finished eight, eight and one last year. And I, I'm not sure people fully remember just how – atrocious Carson Wentz was all season. I, I, I'm not saying Sam Howell is going to be the guy, but I mean, Dave, you saw Sam Howell play when we were in college. He's a very good college quarterback. They have so many weapons on offense. I mean, Brian Robinson, Gibson in the backfield, uh, McLaurin, Dotson at wide receiver, the defense, the defensive line, pound for pound, one of the best in football. I mean, between sweat, they're getting uh, Chase Young back for a full season this year. I, I don't think they're going to be a good team, but do I think they're going to be worse than a seven and 10 team? No. This is a bad pick. It's a bad pick, Chase. This is, this is a, a lack of preparation pick. It's a, it's a novice pick. So I, like, I get it. I get where you're coming from. You look at the board. This one looks good. You feel like, wow, like the, you know, they, they got a lot of talent on the defensive side of the ball. They got skill position talent. They won at games last year, but it's a bad pick. And I'm going to tell you why it's a bad pick. This is a hard schedule. 
They play the NFC East. The, I'm sorry, the AFC East and the NFC West. There, that's there's not a lot of wins in there. They're not going to beat the Eagles. They're not going to beat the Cowboys. Maybe they take one from us. Uh, I, I, there's just not a lot of wins on this schedule, and that's how they regress this year. Um, Sam's gonna Sam Howell's gonna make some mistakes and cost them some games. The defense is good, but they're never healthy, especially up front. I I I think I think this is a lack of preparation that's showing in your in your week one. Uh, I actually pick. just looked at the schedule and reaffirmed the pick. Um, yeah, it's it's just kind of a fuel pick. I I mean here's here's where I can see seven wins. I think they're gonna beat the Cardinals. I mean the Cardinals are gonna stink. I actually think they're gonna beat Denver. I I, I yeah, think Denver's Russ, gonna be good. I Sean think Payton, Russ, they're gonna bounce back. I think Russ is cooked. Um, Bears is two wins. Falcons I think is three wins. Patriots could be crapshooty depending on Mac Jones. They split with us. Week 13, two has probably got a brain injury. Yeah, uh, see, now we're reaching. You don't feel good about this either. This is a hard schedule. Yeah, I agree. I just, I don't know. I think Ron Rivera's coaching for his job and roll Sam Howell. All right, my next one. I've, I've made my opinion on this one clear. Um, this this is my big pick. I think, I think this globally, I think everybody's sleeping on Tennessee. Tennessee's well-coached. Tannehill's coming back. They're going to have better receivers than they've had since A.J. Brown was there, which I guess was only two years ago at this point. Um, Burks is good. The tight end's supposed to be exciting. I'm not even going to try to pronounce that dude's name. Like, I I think they're going to be solid on offense again. I I think Derrick Henry is going to keep doing his thing, and they should be solid on defense too, and they play in the worst conference in football. So the fact that they're they're – their win total is only seven and a half is surprising to me. I think they're going to win nine or 10 games just based on how soft their schedule is. I think they're going to win that division. I think they're a playoff team too. Yeah. They were my third pick. Um, like you said, I mean, they play in a division with the Texas and Colts who are actively rebuilding. There's four wins right there. I, I honestly, look last year, they've started eight and three really crumbled down the stretch. It was kind of like everything or seven and three, everything that could go wrong, went wrong. Um, I'm going to give some love to Bill Simmons right here because he is also in on the Titans over. Vrabel is such a good coach that with Malik Willis, a quarterback, they took Mahomes and the Chiefs to overtime. I didn't remember that. Vrabel yeah, Willis coach, looked so bad last year. They upgraded at receiver with Hopkins. They upgraded at running back too. This guy, Tejon Spears, that they drafted from Tulane, I think is a really good change of pace back for Derrick Henry. Um, I think the offense is solid. Tannehill's healthy. And again, between Vrabel and a bad division, yeah. And, and again, it's like the Jags were so great and so fun last year, but I got to see them again. I, you know, they – I don't think this will happen, but right now you could point to a lot of similarities between that Jags team and the Baker Mayfield team that made the playoffs. I agree. Uh, I think the Jags will be good. I think they're going to better coach than that team. I think Trevor's better than Baker was. But, like, I, I agree. Could this Titans team take one from the Jags? Easy. And then, and then two wins each from the other two teams in the division. That's five right there. And then they play – I think they play the NFC South, which is like three wins right there. I mean, the, the Falcons, the Bucks, the Panthers. This feels like such a layup, which means we're almost definitely wrong. But I'm going to hammer it. This is my lock schmear of the week, and it sounds like it's yours too. Who's your third and final pick? 
Uh, we don't have to spend a lot of time on this one. I'm taking New England over six and a half. They're going to play good defense. They're going to they're going to be in every game. Um, and Belichick's not going to lose. He's not going to lose eleven games. That just that, that that hasn't happened since I've been alive, or at least since I've been watching football. And I'm not going to bet on it to happen this year. All that said, does that change in your mind knowing that they currently only have one quarterback on the roster? Yeah, what's the deal? I, I, I'm i shocked. I don't understand. There was no reason to cut him, but you, Belichick owns uh, earned the, belt, bet, the benefit of the doubt. There has to be something in the works, though, although I guess the trade deadline came and passed like eight hours ago. So it's weird. Uh, yeah. All right. Super Bowl picks. I'm going to cheat. I have two. But you go first. Well, you want my conference picks first? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Conference. Sorry. I skipped a uh, step. All right. These are both teams that have come up just short in recent years. Uh, I'm going Bengals plus 550. Yeah, it's a cowardly pick. I knew you were going to take that. I mean, uh, to me, the Bengals and the Chiefs are – until the Bills show they can win on the road in the playoffs, the Bengals and Chiefs are still a level above everybody else in my opinion. Um, and I just think, look, Mahomes is the greatest quarterback I've ever seen. It's just like at a certain point, how much smoke and mirrors can a guy create with the receiver room? Yeah, no, and and they play every game close. You know, like it, it feels the like they never like blow anybody out. Score games last year. Like those go the other way. Uh, you're not only talking about the Chiefs not winning the Super Bowl, you're talking about the Chiefs not in the playoffs. Yeah, balls bounce a different way. Dudes jump routes. Mahomes throws picks. Like, it, it feels like sometimes they just kind of play with you until the fourth quarter, and then they turn it on and they beat you. And, like, they're always going to have the ball last and score with not a lot of time. But, like, it feels like one of these playoff games is going to go the other way. And and I agree. I, I'm not going to take the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl or the conference because the odds are crazy. You're getting you're not getting any juice. To me, last year, the single most impressive – Top to bottom win of the year. I mean, the Chiefs come back in the Super Bowl is obviously the most impressive, but start to finish performance. The Bill, the the Bengals throttled the Bills in the playoffs last year. They they always show up in the big games. They always look good in the playoffs. Look, if you were if you were if you were a real man and not a coward, you'd pick them to win the Super Bowl. Who said I didn't? Oh well, I did. Spoiler. I got a plus eleven hundred. I love you said, that. You said we're starting with conference picks. You're going to take the same team to win the conference and the Super Bowl. I guess that makes sense. It, well, you have to win the conference to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, you, that you do. I don't think they'll let you parlay it, but that would be a great parlay. All right. Well, jumping ahead, I had the Niners plus four hundred to win the NFC, um, and it's not so much a Purdy thing. I just think their offense is so loaded. I think there's a good chance it's an Eagles-Niners-NFC title game this year, and I think the Niners are going to have such a chip on their shoulder for basically having to play in the conference championship game uh, without a quarterback. And then, you know, come Super Bowl, I, I got the Bengals plus 1,100 also. I think I, I think Joey B, this is the year. He's come so – He's come up just short in the, the Super Bowl and the AFC title game the past two years. Honestly, you know, it's going to start to get complicated for this team soon. They're going to have to pay Jamar. T. Higgins is going to be a free agent. So, it, with this core full, Mixon even took a pay cut and, uh, you know, dodged the law yet again. So, I think with this full core together, this might be the last hurrah. And um, I, I just think this is such a good, well-rounded team. And at the end of the day, they got Joe Cool. Um, 
you don't just get a nickname from Joe Montana by being an average quarterback. This guy has shown he's so calm in the big games. And I just like the Bengals, man. They're just a fun team to root for. <laughs> no, I, I got the same thing. I'm with you. Um, you're right, though. Like, this team's going to start to fall apart. That Mixon, I mean, how many more times can the guy can the guy beat the case? Like, he's got to hit jail sometime, right? Yeah, I'm surprised they didn't draft a running back this year, to be honest. So, running back question. This is running back talk. A lot of people are talking about running backs. Do you think Derrick Henry's age catches up to him? Or the law catches up to Nixon first. The law catches up to Nixon. Yeah, I, think, Henry, I think the only because again, the Derrick Henry injuries have been like weird injuries. Yeah, but he's old for a running back, isn't he? Like thirty. I don't think it matters. And you're gonna bet against Teflon Joe. He's got the best lawyer in the game. I think he's just one of those guys, Derrick Henry. I think he's like an Emmett Smith type, where he's just gonna be plowing through guys until his mid thirties. Yeah, he's. I mean, he's built to play into his mid thirties, but nobody else is doing it. And and Nixon, he's got that lawyer, man. He's got the guy on retainer. He never seen this stuff. Never the, sticks. The other thing with Derek that I almost think works in his favor at this point is just like the the guy, um, the guy exclusively is only used in the run game. Like he so very rarely is used in the passing game, and and I almost think that keeps him fresher. I mean, he's still going to have 350 carries this year, but. Yeah, it's not like they're, he's getting used only in the run game in the Chiefs offense. They're, they're, nobody runs the ball more than them. He gets pretty banged up. I want, I want to talk quickly about your Niners pick, though, because that's another cowardly pick. That, that, you're just not getting any juice on that. You're picking the same two teams to be in the NFC Championship. I don't think that ever happens. I, I, don't, I don't even think it's a cowardly pick. I just think it's a bad pick. You're, you're, I just, I just looking down, look up and down the NFC. Um, look, the Lions are fun. I'm not sure I'm ready to go all the way in on the Lions yet. The Vikings, uh, Kirk Cousins melts down in the playoffs, so I eliminate them. I eliminate that division. The whole NFC South. Uh, I, I think the Bucks are the Saints win the division, but like whatever, that's not super inspiring. The NFC East. I think the Giants are a much better team than last year. I think they'll just have a worse record by virtue of a much harder schedule, like we talked about with the rest of the NFC East. Cowboys, yeah, McCarthy melting down in the playoffs. McCarthy and Dak. It's a very tough combination to have for a big game. Yeah, plus um, you only get the Cowboys at plus 600. That's the worst odds on here. And that's saying something because the Falcons are somehow plus 2,200. The Rams are going to suck. Cardinals are going to suck. So – I it's not even so much that I think it's a lot to happen. It's just like, honestly, I think the biggest threat to those two teams could be like Seattle. But I think if the Niners are playing Seattle for the third time, they don't lose. I think you're overlooking the Rams. And that's my pick. LA Rams plus 5,000. Come on, bear with me. Bear with me here. Chase is rolling his eyes. You guys can't see it on the podcast, but he's give, he's rolling his eyes. This is the same core that won the Super Bowl two years ago. A, a lot of the rest of the roster has thinned out, but it's the same core. Cup's going to be healthy. Stafford's going to be healthy. Donald will be healthy-ish. They're bringing the core back. They just need to get Can enough. you name one player on their defense not named Aaron Donald? I cannot. But that doesn't mean that there's not some talent there. McVay's a great coach. Who's their defensive coordinator still, Wade Phillips? No, it's Raheem Morris, I think. 
Raheem Morris, there's a name. He was a head coach. He's no, got to be a good defense. I think player. the offense could be really good again. But, you know, I think when you say the core thinned out, it's a, it's a big overlook to say Jalen Ramsey's gone and Von Miller's gone. Uh, look, the rest of the guys are there. Cup, Stafford, Donald. Akers looked good at the end of last year. This offense could be really good. I'm not saying I would bet on them straight up, but at 50 to 1, it's worth 10 of your dollars, Chase. Dave, I'm 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 looking at their defense right now. I've <laughs> it would be a real stretch for me to say that I know more than one non-Aaron Donald starter, and that's only because Jordan Fuller went to Ohio State when Mac was in college. Again, I'm not saying I'd, I'd like them to go anywhere. Their roster is really ugly. But at plus 5,000, same, same couple of guys that won the Super Bowl, well coached, give me it all day for 10 or 20 bucks. Yeah, they're also missing Andrew Whitworth from that core. So those are like three of the six most important players. But, but the other yeah, three are still there. As a long shot, why not? All right, Super Bowl picks. I already said my first one. You already said, oh, you, you took you took the Bengals too, right? Yeah, Bengals Niners, my Super Bowl. All right, so I got one other. I'm going to cheat. I like Tennessee plus 8,000 only because they're going to make the playoffs. And if you give me that, you give me a team that I feel really comfortable with making the playoffs at 80 to 1 to win. I mean, how many games is it you have to win? Wild card divisional. The next one, the conference. That's, they should have to win five games in a row. They're going to run the ball a lot. They're going to be in every game. Derrick Henry's great in the cold. They won four games. They didn't add an four extra games. round in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, I, I counted one round twice. I counted the division one twice. Um, four games. Yeah, I, I could see that happening with the caveat being, I think they need to win the division and have that first playoff game at home. Which they will. That's the easy part. It just depends on Jacksonville. It totally depends on Jacksonville. I agree, but you're kind of you're getting them like eighty to one to win four games in a row and win a division that they should win, and everybody's hating them. Yeah, it that I like that value pick much more than I like the Rams. The Rams are the are the deep value pick. I think the Rams are going to be a bottom six or seven team in the NFL this year. I, I think seven out of ten times they are, but three out of ten times they sneak up on you. And three out of ten times you're in the Baseball Hall of Fame. Exactly. If you're betting 50 to one, you're in the Gambler's Hall of Fame too. Exactly. Exactly. What are, what are they to win the Super Bowl, this Rams pick? Let me – humor me for a second. Hold on. Let me look this up. Oh, I can only imagine. It's got to be enormous. I may have to throw on this too. If, yeah, you're, if you're listening to this, I'm about to, I'm about to make you rich. It's got to be a deep cut. No, it's only 8,000, which is the same as the Titans, even though they're in a way, way harder division and have a worse team. This Titans pick is the real pick. Yeah, I would say avoid the Rams like the plague. Another fun one, the Cardinals, plus 40,000. Oh you don't get God. plus 40,000 on a lot of on a we're lot. Like, of we're Somebody two days away life. from me and you suiting up to play quarterback for them. Yeah, they're actively tanking. It's pretty impressive. It's also crazy that they're actively tanking. And did they trade a first-round pick last year? No, they have their pick. They're tanking for Caleb Williams. Are they? Are they traded? I think the they rumor traded. is 
They traded down and then traded back up. No, I think they have their pick. The the rumor is or no, Houston not play traded Kyler up. At all. They traded up to yeah, get yeah, yeah. first round pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean the Kyler saga is going to be fascinating. I I heard they're not going to play him at all. This is from a very reputable Twitter source. I heard they're not going to play him at all because if he gets hurt, his next year contract is guaranteed. But if he's healthy, they can cut him and they're, they don't have to pay him. So they're just going to keep him off the field all season and then trade him or cut him. Makes sense to me. Because they, they gave him that huge deal, so he may actually not be tradable. Yeah. And Caleb Williams is a beast. Caleb Williams would be fun. Yeah, he's big fun to watch. All right, that's all I got for this first uh, first episode of the new wave of the Bagels and Locks podcast. Uh, any concluding thoughts for this week? Just thank you to everybody that tuned in. If you're an existing listener, thanks for uh, sticking with us and being a bagel boy. And if you're a new listener, welcome. Um, this show was, uh, was, was just the preview. The next couple of episodes um, will sound a lot different. So bear with us and uh, hope you guys enjoyed. It's going to be an awesome season. And I will say have a happy Labor Day to everybody celebrating. And if you're not celebrating, uh, tell your boss to go fuck themselves because you should have off on Monday. And on that note, with Davey Bagels, my name is Chase Fedorsky. This is the Bagels and Locks podcast. Have a great week. <laughs>